It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the middle of the week. It is a new day. It is a great week of Major League Baseball. And you are listening to the best Major League Baseball podcast there is. And you're listening to the best gambling podcast there is. You're listening to the best podcast there is. That's right. Welcome to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, along with my man, Ryan Horvat. Ryan. It is early in the morning here on Wednesday. I'm in Chicago. You're in D.C. I went to a White Sox game last night. My first time at Guaranteed Rate Stadium. Dude, I love that park. Dude, my uh, you should have told me. My cousin, literally, if you go back, runs the concessions there. The food is tremendous. In fact, it's funny that you bring that up, man, because now they have the bone of beef. And as you know, I love a good Italian beef. Bone of beef, I rate them number three. They get a number three because Tony Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo, owns a couple in the Chicagoland area. But Pertillo's will always be my number one. You're in Chicago. You need to visit. Last night during the broadcast, they were doing like cutaway scenes, watching uh, the people prepare the Italian beefs and just showing all the concession food. And I was really jealous. And you got a great game. You got a great pitching matchup. You got Dylan Cease against Justin Verlander. You got a rare, I'm kidding, White Sox victory. They're still alive, man. The Sox. That's a big one last night. Not just still alive. What are they, game out right now? And keep that in mind. On top of that, they've won five in a row. And I know what you guys are thinking. Well, three were against the Tigers. Yes, three were against the Tigers. But the Tigers did beat the Guardians last night in controversial fashion. We'll talk about that, of course. We got to talk about uh, the hottest teams in baseball and maybe the uh, quote-unquote best teams in baseball that have gone incredibly cold so so much to cover today really excited to be here and again my I, I haven't been to Chicago in a while I'm really digging this and you're talking about the concession stands where do I need to go for that concession stand for that Italian beef because I haven't had the the Chicago Italian beef that everyone's been talking about yet yeah. and I am going to tonight's Chicago White Sox game too oh yeah so if they still have the craft cave with all the craft beers, you got to make your way down there. And then there's a bunch of different places, but you got to find that bone of beef. And I, I haven't, bone I beef. haven't, I haven't seen that in there yet because man, I haven't been there. Oh, in like four years. In fact, I've been to Wrigley one time in the last three years, as you know, I'm actually boycotting. And it's funny that you bring up Chicago. I'm stuck here in hell, AKA uh, DC on the East coast, where there is no Italian beef for Chicago style dogs or, you know, regular human beings that when you open up a door, they say, thank you. Or maybe they hold it back for you. Just the rudest people on the East coast. But, um, so the Cubs are in town here. I don't, wait, wait, wait. To be fair, I'm from Los Angeles, and I've de- dealt with a decent amount of rude people in my day. But it's funny. I always tell people, because I it's so weird, because I'm in Chicago, and this is a common thing that is always said to me. You're like, oh, so where are you from? I'm like, Los Angeles. He's like, oh, uh, but where are you actually from? I said, Los Angeles. And they're like, you are? I said, yeah. He's yeah. Like, wow, you, you are the rarest breed there is. I said, I know. A Los Angeles person that actually is from there is like – Everyone moves to Los Angeles. I was like, it's always the it, like the movie Kiss Kiss 
Bang Bang. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase that movie, but he's like, it's like somebody took the, the United States from the East Coast and shook it, and all the normal people hold on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Great reference. Great reference early in the morning. But so the funny thing is, man, is I realized yesterday uh, the Cubs, Tom Ricketts, Jed Hoyer, I know they're saying that they're going to go in and spend some money next offseason. And let me tell you why I don't buy it. I'm here in Washington, D.C. at Nats Park. Two terrible baseball teams played a baseball game last night, the Chicago Cubs and the Washington Nationals. The only reason I had any interest was because it was Patrick Corbin night. And, you know, it's always fade Patrick Corbin. But it got a little interesting. Luckily, the Cubs do win, cash that money line ticket. But everywhere I was walked, everywhere I walked, Cubs hats, Sandberg jerseys, Tony Rizzo jerseys, Chris Bryant jerseys, a Javi Baez jersey, Cubs fans, everywhere they travel everywhere look at wrigley field there's not an empty seat at wrigley there won't be an empty seat at wrigley coming up this week and it doesn't matter that they're what 25 games below 500 i haven't checked the standings i feel like it's not good how about that but people are going to continue to spend money so why what's the motivation for ricketts to ever spend any money because he doesn't care about this baseball team it's it's just a hot anyway nobody cares but um I'm oh, you know, you know what would make him care? He could look at his profit margins from 2016 and compare it to 2022. And yes, he's doing just fine in 2022. But I have a feeling 2016 was a very, very profitable year for the Chicago oh, yeah. Cubs. It was the greatest year of my life. I wish I could. Do you ever wish that you could just go back to like one year of your life? And a lot yes. of people are like, well, when I first met my wife or when my child was born or my senior year in college or senior year of high school, football, baseball. No, I'd just go back to 2016, but I would enjoy, listen, so the I, I agree with one thing that uh, Phil Jackson said in the book, uh, Sa- uh, Sacred Hoops, the journey is the reward. I was, I remember going into the all-star break, there was a stretch where they lost like 11 of 12, man, and I was so pissed off, I couldn't even enjoy those two weeks, but man, that's part of the baseball season. They were down 3-1 in the World Series to Cleveland. You know, they come back, game seven. Raji Davis hits that two-run shot to tie the game. I felt like I just wanted to drop to the ground and die, but it was all part of the uh, journey, and it was all part of the reward. I wish I could just go back to that year and enjoy it because I'm never going to get that ever again. It's going to be and another also, years, and I'll be dead. Uh, Ryan, that game seven, I mean, that's the game seven. Like, that was the greatest, yeah. one of the greatest games ever watched. And you know what I got to do? I was playing winter ball at the time in Venezuela, and I was stuck in a hotel room in – Caracas watching it on what I can only assume was a 1978 Zenith television and uh, I couldn't leave my hotel because there were riots going on outside just an all-around interesting interesting night for me Dexter Fowler lead off (laughs) homer I was like now we go you go we go Dex and Uh then uh, man I I might I might have to break out the World Series DVD this weekend I get it I get it well let's talk a little bit about the National League because listen the Dodgers have been white hot white hot except last night by the way and i couldn't believe this you know craig kimbrell is a problem for the dodgers and i think the dodgers know that they need they need gratterall back and they need to get gratterall into that closer spot or they need to get trinan back and put trinan in that closer spot or a combination of the two because here's the problem this season apparently and i didn't know this craig kimbrell is like oh and four in one run saves this year and that is as bad as it gets that can't happen uh if you're a closer and you need a two-run lead to get a save 
you should not be closing. And that is nothing against Craig Kimbrell. It just sounds like this is not the role for him anymore. Yeah, I don't really miss Craig Kimbrell a whole lot, to tell you the truth. I mean, he had one really solid half of a season, and luckily my team, the Cubs, were able to move him. You saw what happened in Chicago. Um, on the other side, on the south side, they didn't really – it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But, yeah, that's the, that's the thing with the Dodgers, man, is uh, they got to figure that out. And then the Walker Bueller news, which I know we haven't seen a whole lot of Walker Bueller, but not having him available for the postseason is really big, obviously, Fun. one of the better starting pitchers. I know where you're going, Saturday or Friday? You're saying I, I understand they're not oh. going to have Bueller, but they're going to get May back. And apparently yep. – yeah, and apparently, the according to reports, if you want to believe such things, he apparently looks incredible right now. Yeah, that's what I heard, man. And I feel like uh, Dave Roberts was trying to like tone that down a little bit because he's like, look, Dustin's coming back, but he's not here to be the savior. It'll be great to have him back in that rotation for the Dodgers, obviously. They're still the scariest team in all of baseball. They're still plus 333 to win the World Series right now. I knew last night seemed a little fishy going against Brandon Woodruff, but still, they almost won that game. It goes to extras. They needed extra innings. The Brewers didn't win that game. Big win for the Brewers, by the way, who are now plus 200 to win that division. They opened up minus 185. Just a couple weeks back, we were saying you should jump on St. Louis right now. You could still get plus 175 value. And now the Brewers have been in free fall. And obviously, we didn't like the moves that they made at the deadline. Oh. Yeah, man, Dodgers still the team to beat, especially when you look at how the postseason would set up. They'd play the winner of the Padres and the Braves, uh, the five and the four, if the postseason were to begin today. And the Padres, obviously, dealing with their own issues. Ooh, uh, dude, the Padres. God, talking about this? What a what a, a emotional roller coaster this last seven days has been. Um, we have not had a show because uh, we had a busy week this week. It's been, you yeah. got unfortunately sick. I'm over here in Chicago doing a lot of extra work. So we've been having to find time to do the show. So we finally found the time this morning and we haven't touched on any of this. The Tatis Jr. thing is not only bad, it's an embarrassment, every aspect of it. And it's not going to kill the Padres season, but it's definitely going to put a serious knife into its side. That's for yeah. sure. And right now, the Padres are bleeding quite badly. They've dropped two in a row to the Marlins. I'm not sold they're going to win today with Pablo Lopez on the mound. In fact, I'm going to take the Marlins today with Pablo Lopez right. on the mound, especially the way his team is swinging the bat. And here's the thing. Soto's doing great since he's joined the day. Like, phenomenal. Manny Machado has been monstrously good. Everyone else is asleep. And I can't believe what I'm seeing. And, it, and it, it's almost the exact moment the announcement of Tatis happened was the exact moment the entire baseball was just deflated in that dugout. I mean, just watching these guys play, they have, they are sleepwalking right now. And it is, it's concerning. Were you kind of, were you surprised at all um, about the reaction from his teammates? I mean, obviously they're a little no. disappointed. I think they're pissed. I think they're, they're pissed. pissed off. They kind of under the bus. I mean, oh, man, good. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Clevenger, he was like, hey, this is the second time he's let us down. What was the first time? Do you remember that he let him down? Yeah, he broke his wrist on a motorcycle accident oh, and lied yeah. about it. And then he was asked which – and then he asked what was it like on the motorcycle accident, and then they said which one. This is a series – the Padres paid him two, $325 million. He was on his way to become the face of baseball, Cody. I mean, he was on the cover of MLB The Show last year, man. And, you know, this year it was Otani, but last year it was Tatis. And at first, and, and I got to tell you, and this is my honest, at first I was 
willing, and I never do this. I never give the benefit of the doubt in these things. I just don't. I don't, if you get caught with that, you did it. But my first thought was, was he stupid enough to take something trying to get back faster? Is that what this was? Same. But after his statement that they put out saying the ringworm thing and, th- and tr- thinking that a, a, a slightly changed misplaced T to make it a completely different drug and making some weird excuse like that makes me think he's been doing it all along. It honestly does. It makes me think this guy's been cheating since he got to the big leagues. And it would make sense because if you look at his minor league numbers, he was not this guy. He went from hitting like a 190 in double A to being Manny, like to being Fernando Tatis Jr. I am right. um, disappointed. I'm, I'm blown away with the stupidity of the comments. His father put his father in a suitcase and do not allow him to speak like ever again, the ever again, ever again. Yeah, don't say a word, nothing. Yeah. Um, fire your PR team yeah, immediately. Absolutely. Quite frankly, if your agent had anything to do with the statement, fire your agent. Get, and quite frankly, Padres, get him a handler. This sounds like we're on our way through a Josh Hamilton situation. Yeah, so with him gone for the rest of the year, I like the Dodgers in a series against the Padres, and I also would like the Dodgers in a series against the Braves. Everybody we continue to have on the show keeps hyping up the Braves, and I know the Mets – I know their fans are getting a little bit nervous. In fact, both fan bases in New York getting a little bit nervous. But I, no, I think- not a little bit, not a little bit. I was yeah, on right. WFN on Monday. Thirty games above. Uh, in first panic. The, like, listen, I agree. The Yankees need to need to tighten it up and get it together. They're they're not playing good baseball. They're playing like crap. Yeah, they're playing terrible baseball. But they're thirty games over five hundred, and just a bad week can lead to everyone calling for Aaron Boone's guys. It's the middle of August. There are a lot of teams not playing good that have been playing good. And this team played so good for so long that they gave themselves such a cushion that they've dropped two games in a row to the team that is directly behind them in the standings, but don't, but they're still up by 12 games. Calm down. Yeah, exactly, man. Any concern with the Mets though? Just because, okay, if today the season begins, they would play. Wow. The Cardinals or the Phillies. Cardinals playing good baseball. The Phillies, the Phillies playing great baseball, and they're going to get Bryce Harper back. I wish they did this in the beginning of the season so I could cash that plus 300 division ticket. But um, the Mets, here's my concern. Injuries, man. Injuries. Well, this week, they lose Carlos Carrasco, and yesterday was devastating. Uh, I've I've been talking up for a while, especially when I was on WFAN this week. Taiwan Walker has been a superhero for this team. Yeah. This team cannot lose Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker kill, crushes innings, gets outs, and the guy has had like a sneaky 2-5 all season long. Um, really, since since they signed him. I, I'm going to go as far as saying he, I know all the signs that have been splashy. I know Lindor is an incredible player. We know that. We know what a superstar he is. We know what Scherzer is, obviously. Yeah. But the fact that you have Taiwan Walker over there on the deal that they had him on for the last two seasons, pitching the way he has, I would say he has been one of the biggest bargains in Major League Baseball for the past two years. Completely agree. And that's that that sucks right there. Luckily, they do obviously get DeGrom back, and he has looked. Like DeGrom? Like electric, man. Oh and then God. today they got Scherzer going, but he's going against Odorizzi, so that's going to be a obviously a solid pitching matchup. I think the Mets are going to be just fine. I, I, I really exactly. do. These I are both playoff teams, though. Like I, They're both playoff teams. And right now, 
the way things are going in San Diego, there, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. They're, the vibe, something's wrong. Like you can, yeah. they don't look right all of a sudden. Um, and I'm I'm really starting to worry about them. I think they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be fine. But like you said, that team that's getting interesting right now is the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, man, they're a lot of fun to watch right now. Um, another exciting game. I, I feel like every night though, it's like they're like the cardiac kids, man. Every game. I feel like I'm sweating it out because I've I've been on the Phillies the last couple nights. Took them on the first five last night. That was an adventure. I just can't wait till Bryce Harper comes back. I don't fully trust the rotation or the bullpen enough to like play a future on them. If anything, actually, and we were looking up how, how or we were looking at how these teams stack up, I'm gonna do something with the Cardinals as much as that pains me. Yeah. I just trust that lineup more. Uh, here's why you should do something with the Cardinals, and uh, as much as it's said ad nauseum, uh, I know yeah. that Paul. Schmidt has been uh, pretty much the MVP so far this season. I'm not, I'm still not believing he's going to end up winning this MVP. I want to make that abundantly clear. Uh, I, I still think there are other guys that are going to eventually come up and take it from him. There is two months. Are, left. I could easily win it, dude, but the problem is Goldschmidt's on his team. And Goldschmidt is just on a tear and a half. Like, he just is. Like, unreal. And if you don't play a Paul Goldschmidt prop today, you're a crazy person. I'm going to play the home run prop. I don't even seen the number yet because it's too early and the props haven't been put out. I'm going to play a home run prop today on Paul Goldschmidt. Why? He's facing German. Uh, he's playing facing Marquez. And by the way, is it Herman Marquez or German Marquez? Because I've heard it both ways and it's been driving me nuts. And I want to actually know. I go Herman. Herman. I, I've gone German. Herman. You got Herman? Okay. Yeah. Herman. Herman Marquez. Hey. Can I ask you a question, dude? When yeah. he first okay, so when I first fell in love with him, I called him Sandy Alcantara, and I listened to the broadcasts because we do the live look-ins around Major League Baseball. So we go Same to like problem. I've been calling Alcantara guys. too. We go into Alcantara and we go into Alcantara, but it's like split both ways. So which is it? Has anybody ever asked him? That's the thing. Can we start asking the players the the proper? Because pro I, I want to. Happened? I don't know. I would like to. I would like to be right, and I also, I certainly don't want to offend any player if I mispronunciate their name. That's for sure. Because every, like, for instance, if I'm calling Sandy Alcantara the wrong thing, he's the best pitcher in baseball. I would yes. very much like to call him the correct name. You know what I mean? Dude, just because I'm stupid. I, I mean, we all are. We, 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 we should know the proper pronunciation of Sandy Alcantara's name. When I was covering the Green Bay Packers, you know. Um, there was a Robert, as we called him at the time, Tanyan. And then he had this breakout season where he had double digit touchdowns, the tight end there. And we were interviewing him the next season at training camp. He's like, by the way, my last name is Tanyan. And dude, he had been, it'd been three years where we were just calling him the wrong name. Never said anything. Well, Nobody like, ever asked him. How, how did really this happen? It's not only that, like, look at this year. Uh, uh, Mark Hanna was on ESPN, mic'd up. And he actually said, yeah, the actual pronunciation is uh, Kanye. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Your last name is Kanya this whole time? Yeah. I am not calling you that now, although that is a sweet name. And if you want to go ahead and just make it one solo name, like Seal, and call yourself Tanya, I'm on board. I will do that. I'll do that. I'll do that tomorrow. But I digress back to my original point about uh, Paul Goldschmidt against Herman Marquez. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, 37 at-bats. He's hitting 405 he's got four home runs he's got another three doubles if you're not playing a home run plot prop play a hit prop if you're not playing a hit prop 
play a total basis prop. The total basis prop is 100% going to be to, uh, plus money. You know that. The ba- the hits prop, it's either going to be set at half a hit or one and a half hits. If it's at one and a half hits, it's going to be plus money, and I'm going to play that. If it's at half a hit, it's probably going to be negative money. I'm not going to go anywhere near it. But I'm playing Paul, Paul Goldschmidt. All, I might play all of them today just for the hell of it. Yeah, that's a good look. I'm going to jump on that one with you, actually, because I don't really have a whole lot of props for today. I mean, we got some good pitching matchups, and there's a lot of games that I like. Had a really good night last night. Obviously, we did get fooled by the Dodgers, but anytime the Dodgers are plus money, you have to take advantage of it. On the money line, I couldn't believe it. I can't. Same here. I mean, not only are the Dodgers winning pretty much every night, but they're covering the run line at a ridiculous rate, just beating up on teams. What do you think about the Brewers two games back? Because I'm out on the Brewers. I remain out on the Brewers, and I see – uh, Mario's got the Giants under them. I'm out on the Giants, too. I'm out on the Giants, completely out on them. I, I'm, it makes me upset to say it. I really wanted them to come competing. Um, but, hey, it, it, stockpile for next year. I think they're going to go after pretty aggressively after Aaron Judge, as they should. And I think they're going to end up getting them. And if they do, just imagine what that's going to do to the dichotomy of the NL West. And keep in mind, the Padres will get Manny Machado. I'm sorry, Fernando Tatis Jr. back next year. We just don't know what that's going to be. And obviously trouble in paradise over with that team. Everybody throwing them under the bus. And when Mike Clevenger is calling you out as being the irresponsible one. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Exactly. Watch out. That's something else. I, I just don't know what to say to you. It's just, this is, this is a, this is devastating for the San Diego Padres. And it wasn't just the team, like seeing AJ Preller go out and put out the stat, like he, they are, they are mad at him. Oh, yeah. And they did, they did have a closed-door meeting, apparently, yesterday, and I'm interested to see what that comes out of. But the meeting was before the game, and the Padres went out there anemically and didn't score till the 8th. Yeah, that's the thing, man. They're not, I mean, they're not scoring. They, don't, they just don't look good right now. That's why but, the National – in the NL, the only team I trust right now is the Dodgers. I, I still do have faith in the Mets just because when we do too. get into the postseason, they're going Scherzer to ground 1-2, and that's really hard to counter. Unless the Brewers – Man, imagine if the Brewers could get some offense. Imagine if the Brewers, and I love Andrew McCutcheon, I always will, and I love Hunter Renfro, and they're having fine seasons. Yes, but imagine if the Brewers had a Nolan Arenado or a Paul Goldschmidt in that lineup with, with Freddie Peralta back now, with Corbin Burns, with Brandon Woodruff, with Devin Williams closing out games. I think they'd be a sneaky team, but, I mean, I just I don't trust them at all because of that lineup. So, for me, Dodgers, Mets, hate to say it, my third team, Cardinals. Cardinals. Mm, wow. Third team. Is that just in the National League or? Oh, yeah. In the NL. See, I'm going Dodd. I'm still going this. This is my power rankings right now. And the, and I think the Cardinals might be sneaking in the top five. But okay. right now, I'm, I'm still going Dodgers, Mets, Braves. And I'm going to I'm going to still have the Padres at four. But the, the Cardinals are at five that might be switching in a couple of days if the Padres don't get right because if the Padres continue to play the way they are right now I- I'm gonna have to start fading this team this team that should should very well get in the playoffs by several games and then they still have one of those playoff spots make make, make no mistake they're they're still up there they're gonna be fine but and I hope they're fine but this is I'm concerned how about that I'm legitimately concerned same here, because you thought you were going to get that shot in the arm. You thought you were going to get that big boost with the T's coming back. And it didn't even really matter what he was going to give you those first couple of weeks back. But just finding out he's not coming back this year. And you're not getting him back to pretty much the first half of next season either. I wouldn't, by the way, to answer your question, I wouldn't say I'm out on the Brewers, but I don't find it likely. I, I agree with you. I think the Cardinals are going to run away with this division going forward. Same here. 
Yeah, same here. But I, I will say this. The NL, I think, is a little bit more interesting than the American League. Like, who are you making the case for in the AL other than the two top teams? The Astros. Hey, the Astros are in free fall right now, though. Hey, hey, I know this is crazy, but. Say it. I know where you're going, and I was thinking the same thing. I got buddies that did it. I don't know that I could do it because I'm already invested in my – wait, where are you going? I'm in Chicago. Yeah, there you go. They're, yeah. They're playing some good baseball right now. And listen, I know they swept the Tigers, and I know that doesn't sound like much, but they needed to sweep the Tigers, and they did it. And now they've taken the first two games from the Houston Astros, who we agree, you and I agree, is the best team in the AL and has had the number of the other best teams in the AL. The White Sox have a chance. And I'm not going to lie, watching this city, watching the South Side, watching that team last night, this team is f- finally playing with a little bit of fire in them. And I you even saw it the other night in the post-game interview from Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto is now the manager of this team, in my opinion, and he's the best manager the White Sox have had in a decade. Yeah, man, and here's the thing. I'm kind of tired of the excuses. We all know that Tony Larusa, he's he's a dinosaur. We know yes. that that should have been AJ Hinch's job, even though yes. AJ Hinch isn't doing a great job himself. Uh, but then no. again, he has the worst offense in all of Major League Baseball, literally. Yes. But like, I'm sick of the excuses. At the end of the day, there's way too much talent, and he's he's only the manager. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there, there's always decisions. Has he forgot the rules at times? Has he fell asleep in the dugout? Yes, but you have too much talent. And let's be honest. Like we get to the postseason, they get into the postseason. I like the way that their pitching would stack up. Imagine if like, if you could get anything from Giolito, which I think he'll be fine. So uh, Kopech is going to be going today, and I like Kopech. I know the record stinks, but the ERA and the whip are fine. And then, obviously, Dylan Cease is one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. So, yes, he is. In fact, yesterday was the first day in, eight, in 17 starts, Ryan, that he gave up more than one earned run. Yeah. Incredible. He's been lights out all season long. He's been making new money. Love the strikeout props. Love the outs. And then you brought up Johnny Cueto. He's giving them nothing but quality starts. I feel like they never give him any run support. They're going to get Tim Anderson back. I'm with you on the Sox just because the price is too tempting to pass up. But, I mean, you look at the way that the postseason would stack up. The Astros would get the winner of Blue Jays Mariners. Um, I love both of those teams. I don't see it happening. The Astros, the, the rotation, the lineup, especially with the addition of Trey Mancini, they're the team to beat in the AL, and that includes the Yanks for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they are the best team in the AL. I think they're going to have the be- I think they're going to end up with the best record. How, how far behind is – are the Astros already past the Yankees yet? I know it was starting to get close. Let me pull it up today and let's see. I think they might have passed them, but please correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're, if they haven't already, they're going to pass them. The Astros, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Astros have 75. The Astros are 75 and 43, Yanks 72 and 45. Yeah. I think the Astros are going to have the best record in the AL by like five or six games. Again, I think the Yankees will be fine, but. This Astros team, they just will not go away. They're they're the number one seed, and I think they're going to remain the number one seed. Here's the question. Um, it's like, like like it says in here, they're going to play if they remain the number one seed, the winner of the four and five seed. And right now, the winner in the four and five seed, as we currently sit, will be the Blue Jays or the Mariners. You know who I'm rooting for. And I love rooting, you, you know You know who I'm rooting for. I want Tampa knocked out of here, and I want Baltimore in. I Stop it. Stop it. I, I'm not against Baltimore. In fact, it's an amazing story. I just... I can't imagine this happening. No, I can't either, man. But it's been a fun ride. They're a it's fun a team. Lot of fun. They They're are a, a fun, fun team to bet every night, especially when you're getting plus money with them. 
yeah, I don't, I, I don't see it happening though. I do think it ends up Tampa Bay, Toronto gets in, Seattle. I'm rooting for Seattle, obviously. Huge. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't stress enough. Like I'm rooting for Seattle in the American League more than any other team. I want Seattle to go as deep as possible. I, I don't expect them to go super deep. I think they're still, you know, I think they're still growing as a young ball club. But I think this is going to be a force to be reckoned with going forward. And if they get in the playoffs and say win one or maybe even two playoff series. I think the Mariners are here to stay. Do you expect the Guardians to go away here? Yes, I do. To go away and then the Sox couldn't take the AL Central. They're a game back only today. Twins a game back. I can't believe how tight the AL Central. I mean, we've been saying that all year. The Guardians, you could have had them 12 to 1 to win the division a couple months ago, 4 to 1 a couple weeks ago. And now they have a uh, one game lead, had a two game lead heading into last night, but obviously they lose. Chicago's right there. I just, I, I think the White Sox do end up winning that division. And I don't really care about the Twins or the Guardians. I don't I trust think, Well, the truth is, I think whoever wins this division will be knocked out in the first series. Um, that being said, it's going to be a race to the end. And when you get to October, who knows? I'm saying that on paper. Yes, whoever wins this division should be knocked out probably in the first series. But that doesn't mean that's the case. I mean, I whenever I think about the playoffs, I always think about 2006. And I think about the Cardinals. I think about that Cardinals team that beat the Detroit Tigers and had no business even being in the playoffs. And they went in the playoffs and just demolished everybody. They yeah. were the worst team in that playoffs, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. I, I feel like today I'd be really chalky. My World Series prediction remains the same. Astros, Dodgers, Dodgers, and six. I still have Dodgers, Yankees, but I I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. It, I, th I you know, it's it's either going to be Dodgers, Yankees, or Dodgers, Astros, in my opinion. And I'm I want to see either. Same, same. Yeah. I mean, I'll take yeah. I mean, it, the Mets, the Mets would be my sleeper and my sleeper team. I mean, they've been one of the top teams in the National League. Yeah, no season. one saw them coming. <laughs> they just, just got to stay healthy. But other than that, I, th I think those are my picks as far as the future market. I like it. Well, why don't we go through, uh, Ryan, why don't you take us through tonight's games and let's see if we've got any bets that we like. Yeah, let's do it. BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvath, Cody Decker with you here on a Wednesday early morning edition. Let's look at some games that we got because we get some day baseball, thank God. It's all I ask for. More more day baseball. I need something to do before I head yeah. into work. We got the Phillies minus 160 going against the Reds today, plus 135. Rangers Suarez, 8-5 and five this season with a 3-5-2. On the mound for the Phillies. Give me uh, any reason to take the Reds in this spot, man. I was on the Phillies in the first five of that cash yesterday. This is actually a stay away with it being getaway day for the Phillies. If I was going to take a shot with the Reds, it would be today. I'd want a much better price than plus 135, though, uh, with Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on that. I'm going to stay away from this ball game as well. Um, I have a little bit of trouble trusting Ranger Suarez, which is very interesting because he's eight and five with a three, uh, three, five, two. I'm just kind of staying away from this ball game. It just there's something in the air that feels like it's going to be a high-scoring game. I was thinking about maybe the over as well. You know, Ranger Suarez, I think his first start out of the All-Star break got roughed up a little bit. Since then, I, I had it in front of me last night. I think he's given up like one earned run in his last 17 innings or something like that. Yeah, so he's he's been lights out, um, mm -hmm. man. And on the road this year, six and one with a two six nine ERA. So he's been lights out. I'm staying away from that one though on getaway day Cubs minus 145 favorites they do pull out the win last night in extra innings they beat Patrick Corbin in the Nationals minus 145 tonight we get or today I should say Drew Smiley on the mound five and six this year with the three six nine against Abbott former Cub revenge spot 0 and two with a five nine four for the Nats 
God, uh, the total's nine. I would probably actually look to play the over. I can't trust either of these teams, though. That's a stay away from me. I would play the over. In fact, that's the only play I got in this game. Over nine runs. I like that play a ton. Outside of that, I do lean towards the Cubs, but at the end of the day, it's minus 145 on the money line, and I sure as hell ain't taking the Cubs on the run line. What about the Royals? Plus 155 on the money line on the road against the Twins. Malley's going for the Twins, six and seven with the 426 against Lynch for Kansas City. He's four and seven with a four five two. What do you think about the Twins on the run line? That is plus money, actually, plus 105. The total in the game is eight. I feel like it would be Minnesota or nothing here. Uh, I got to be honest, man, I don't want to root for Minnesota because the Sox, again, one game behind in the division. I have them minus 185 to win the division from preseason um that's not nothing there for me but it would be a strong lean to the twins with Mally going it would be a strong lean to the twins but I do not feel comfortable on the run line yet again and the money line no value obviously at uh minus 190 so and there might be and I freely admit this like you just said um there might be a little bit in the back of my head that just doesn't want this to happen thus I am not willing to put any money towards the twins because I do want the White Sox to make the playoffs yeah same here all right we got Baltimore plus 140 dogs 61 taking it i'm taking it they beat don't say not not another word no need they beat alec manoa if you're beating alec manoa you're beating ross stripling i'm going with the orioles on the money line plus 140 who i think i am too i was looking at the total in the game it's eight and a half minus 120 to the over what do you think about that (sighs) i'm gonna stay away i'm gonna stay away from that one i'm sorry same here same here all right we get the Mariners today, minus 200 favorites, 4.07 p.m. first pitch on the East Coast, that is. Uh, taking on the Angels, I just want the Angels season to come to an end, man. Other than Shohei Otani, I get no enjoyment watching this team, especially with Trout out of the lineup. Kirby on the mound, 4-3 and three this year with a 3-3-9. So I go, I lean Seattle run line here, um, but you're only, it's minus 115 is the price. Nothing here, no official bet. The total's 8.5. I would also lean the over in this game, but no play for me. I haven't found it yet, but get the alt run line. In fact, yesterday I thought I said on 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 uh, the TV show live on the line alt run line, but I went even further. I thought it was going to be alt run line in the first five innings. Unfortunately, they did all their damage in the ninth, but I thought they were going to do it in like the third, and they ended up not doing it. But yeah, I'm going to look at the alt run line in tonight's game against the Mariners. Well, against the Mariners. All right, we brought this one up. Well, we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about the Padres. Padres Marlins. You're going Marlins with Pablo Lopez. I'm going. Marlins at home with plus money. There's something wrong with the Padres right now. Until I see something change with the Padres, I'm going Marlins. They got Pablo Lopez on the mound. There is one major problem, though. Josh Bell and uh, and uh, Juan Soto have some pretty damn good numbers against Pablo Lopez and have faced him quite a bit. Those two I'm worried about. But honestly, the rest of the lineup at today, I'm not super worried about, except for, of course, Manny Machado. But uh, I, I, think, I think Pablo Lopez is going to deal a little bit. Yeah, same here, man. And actually, you know, I bet the fish way too much, as we all know on this show. Love Sandy Day. But Pablo Lopez, first month of the season, first month and a half of the season, really looked like a Cy Young candidate, man. He was mm-hmm. 10 starts, 183 ERA. The 13 start since his ERA, 499, 499 ERA. So that's ballooned up a little bit. But I expect him to be just fine today. I'll take them as plus 120 dogs against the Padres at home. Uh, Tampa Bay, New York tonight. Tampa Bay seems to just always have the Yankees number. Last night, we were looking at this plus 155 on the money line, all the way down to plus 120 today with Kluber on the mound against Herman. Yankees are minus 145 on the money line. Total in the game is eight. A lot of money coming in 
I'm Tampa Bay here. I got to be honest, man. I kind of want to bet the Yankees tonight to get I right. Know. No? I, I, well, I, I want to, but I'm not going to. I mean, I just I, – I don't like this idea. Herman's on the mound. That's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I'm not on it. Uh, Kluber, Kluber's been not bad. 4-4 I know is not an amazing thing. And coming into Yankee Stadium with a 4-4, you should give up a ton of runs. But I need to see some – just like the Padres, I need to see the Yankees kind of start to – show, show me some signs of life to get out of it. Uh, Boston, still alive for a spot in the postseason. Last night I took the under in the game between them and the Pittsburgh Pirates, and five runs were scored in the first two innings. Yet the under still cashed, so that was a sweat. I don't want to stay away from this one tonight. It would be Boston or nothing for me. It's Rich Hill night, four and five with a four seven five against Contreras, who's three and two with a three seven eight. It would be Boston or nothing, man. But I just I don't have a very strong interest in betting on the Red Sox right now. So hate to be boring, but that's a pass. Pass, pass, pass. Too inconsistent, man. Just too damn inconsistent. So I got to stay away from it. What about Cleveland tonight? Minus two twenty-five. Obviously, the run line always available. Total in the game, seven and a half. It's Detroit, 45 and 74 this season. The Guardians with a one-game lead now in the Central and Contrell going on the mound. He's nine and five this year with a three-six-seven going against Norris, um, who apparently was a cub at one time, man, because then his photo here, he's got a Cubs head on. I don't know this man. I would probably only play the Guardians on the run line here. Yeah, I think that's not a terrible idea if you were to play anything here. And again, they're playing against the Detroit Tigers. And yesterday, there was a lot of controversy in that ball game. I think the Guardians are really fired up. If you saw Austin Hedges' comments after the game, and by the way, I agree with every syllable out of his mouth. Um, there was a bad overturned call, and it was the second, t- third time in a matter of two weeks that this play was overcalled via uh, video review. And I'm starting to realize that the people in the video booth in New York have no idea what baseball is. No, I agree, man. All right, I got a rear parlay for you. A same game parlay for your boy. I got Mets, Braves, and I can't wait to watch this matchup. So we got the Mets, minus 150 favorites, which has went up a little bit. Last night, minus 135. Should have jumped on it then. Taking on the Braves, Braves plus 125. The total in the game, seven and a half. And it's actually plus 100 to the under. Give me the under seven and a half and get me the Mets to get right tonight. Minus 150 on the money line. It's Max Scherzer night going against Odorizzi. Scherzer this year, eight and two with a one nine three ERA. And uh, we got Odorizzi is four and three with a three seven five. I think we get the under cashed and I like the Mets. I know a lot of people like the Braves tonight. Not I. I like. And I might, hey, I might even throw in a Scherzer strikeout prop. Make that a three, uh, a three legger for the same. I like game the Mets play. a lot tonight. I'm agreeing with you. I like you? the Mets a lot today. I like the Good. Mets a lot. But here's the thing: I've bet the Mets two days in a row, and they've burnt me. It's making me want to just step well, stay away. You can't get off the train now because if they win today, you're going to be pissed. I can't get off the train. Well, it's Scherzer day. I can't jump off the train now. I got to take Scherzer. So yes, I'm taking the Mets. I'm taking them on the run line plus one fifteen. Uh, you brought up the Paul Goldschmidt prop. So tonight we get St. Louis minus 200 favorites taking on the Rockies. And we got your guy, Herman Marquez, going against mm-hmm. Jordan Montgomery, who should be a Yankee still three and three this year with a three, six, nine. Oh my God. Ooh. Rockies against lefty Rockies against the lefty, but they ain't playing in Coors. 
Sorry, I'm going all over the Cardinals. They are going to put a barrage in this game, dude. I'm all over the Cardinals run line. Uh, you can get that at plus 100. I already gave you my Paul Goldschmidt prop. Honestly, I would probably also do the same thing with Nolan Arenado if I was all of you. This is going to be, I think this is going to be a high-scoring ball game. I got a couple numbers. So Arenado's RBI number is plus 140 today. Goldschmidt RBI plus 165. I'm in. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go RBI plus 165, nearly two to one odds. And I'll sprinkle on the home run prop because why not? I didn't see the number available yet, though. Ah, oh, geez. Oakland, Texas. Any any interest? Not even a little. Didn't even look at the matchups. Do not care about this ball game. Uh, I'm betting the Dodgers tonight, even though they're minus 175 on the money line. I'm not taking the run line. Gonzalez on the mound, 14 and one this year with the 2-2-4. I got to be honest, I hate betting against Eric Lauer. Lauer's been solid for the Brewers this year, eight and yes. four, three six four. Especially when you figure, man, he's their fourth starter. He's number four in that rotation behind Peralta, Burns, and Woody. So I got to be, but uh, Dodgers after a loss, man, it is getaway day. You know what? I can't do it. Are you doing it? Minus one seventy five. Are you going run line? Going run line, baby. You kidding me? Run line, run line, run line, run line. Dodgers on the run line. Minus 105. Yes, Dodgers run line. There's no way they're dropping. There's no way they're dropping two in a row to that team. Uh, it was my mistake. I honestly blame myself for last night's loss. You know why? Because I've been playing the Dodgers on the run line every single day, and it's been paying out. And you know what? I switched it up, and I played them on the money line yesterday because the money line was plus 100, which was baffling to me. And the Dodgers actually lost. I will never stray away from the Dodgers run line again. I will go back on the Dodgers run line and get the Dodgers right back to where they belong. Minus 175. Yeah, I'm in as well. I'm in as well. Wait, where are you getting minus 175? Oh, are you getting on the money line? I the money line is minus 175. I was I'm thinking all, money. Yeah, I, I was thinking money line, man. This I, is I, I know you love your boy Lauer, but they got some numbers against them. Trey Turner really has got some good numbers. In fact, I'm looking at a Trey Turner one over one and a half total basis today. I like that. I like yeah. that play a lot. I, I'll jump on the Trey Turner prop with you. Uh Houston, Chicago tonight, Valdez against Kopech. Minus 145 favorites, the Astros. I'll Kopech be there. And here, I'll be honest. I want the White Sox to win. I'm leaning Astros. I think Valdez is going to have himself one hell of a game. He's one of the, honestly, he's he's unbelievable. I think this is going to be a good Astros ball game tonight. And I want to be wrong. I'm not putting any money on it because I want to be wrong. But what do you think? I got to play in this game, actually. I bet the over. I know this is a great pitching matchup where we get Valdez against Kopech, but I think we're going to get some runs scored. Let's root for a uh, maybe a wind blowing out kind of night. On the south side of Chicago, you'll be there. Hopefully, your hair is just blowing in the air. You're enjoying an Italian beef, you know, um, from Bona Beef. But I, yeah, I would lean white. I would lean. I'm sorry, Astros. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm all in. I'm all invested on the Sox again. Every time I'm out, they pull me back in. I like the over though. It's minus one fifteen. I think we're gonna get some runs. I think this is like a five four game. Yep. Arizona, San Francisco, Zach Davies night against. Fade. God, minus 225, though, for San Francisco. Look, I love Rodon. I wish he was on the south side of Chicago. Me Everybody too. was calling for Jose Quintana reunion. I wanted Rodon heading back there. He's 11-6 this year, man, with the 295. Davies hasn't been as bad as he was. Last year, he was he was literally the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball. This yes, year, 2-4 and four with a 411. I would only play San Francisco on the run line, but I would need a couple winners before because that's the nightcap tonight here on the East Coast. Not First pitch, not until 945, last game of the night. You know what? I'm going to be honest, man. It's the end of the year. I don't have a very strong interest in laying minus 225. 
or even on the run line to grab San Francisco, it's minus 105. I'd want plus money almost with this team. That's the problem. I don't, I, there's just not enough value in this ball game. I, I want to lean, I'm leaning Giants, obviously, but at plus 100 on the run line, I want that to be closer to plus 125. You know what? I just noticed the total is seven and a half, and it's plus money to the over with Davies going against Rodon, who I know I, I been- thought about it, but my, I, I'm, I'm yeah. staying away because of Rodon. Like, I think Rodon's just going to carve up today. Team total. Four, oh, three and a half for San Francisco. That might be a good look as well. That I might play. That that over sounds really good. And that's what we got today, man. So I do, I do really like. There's a couple things. I am going to play the over tonight in the uh, White Sox Astros game. I'm going back to the Dodgers. You talked me into it. I'm taking the Dodgers. I'll jump on the run line with you as well. Um, no, you don't think I should go with the you, you stay away from the Yanks tonight. I don't know if you feel good about it. I'm going to stay away, but I, if you feel good about it, go for it. We can, we can discuss. My favorite play tonight is the under in uh Mets Braves under no. seven and a half plus 100 good pitching matchup. That's what I got. I like it. My favorite matchup today. I am looking very forward to this Cardinals game. I'm looking very forward to seeing what Paul Goldschmidt does. I've told you already taking that home run prop. I mentioned the trade Turner over one and a half total bases. That's one of my favorite plays. And today, Orioles money line might be my very favorite play today. Oh, I forgot the Mets are also calling up their number two prospect. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that too. That'll be exciting as well. All right, that's all I got for today. Anything else from you? No, not at all. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Decker6 and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. You can see all the things that I'm doing for Odyssey and other networks all over the place. And of course, Ryan, where can people find you? BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Horbot. I love it. All right, everybody. Beat it. Peace.